Hello and welcome to the Money and Miracles podcast with me, Emily King. We call ourselves rich women over here because we are all about living the rich woman life inside and out. We take the taboo out of talking money and we say yes to our desires. And each week I'll be bringing you a dose of money mindset and relatable life stories so you can go out into the world and live your best freaking life. Let's do this, rich woman. Hello, rich woman. Welcome back to part three of Heal Your Debt. If you are just joining us new on this journey, you can skip back a couple episodes and start at part one. Uh, But if you want to join us where we are here now, perfect. Come along. (laughs) So the last couple of sections of this Heal Your Debt uh, four-part series, we were looking into the stuff that we don't really want to look at, which is like what we want to forgive, some situations that we were ignoring and just hoped that it would magically go away. We looked at the hard stuff and we started to shift it. We started to heal it. And I want to say this is that the work is never done. And that I don't say that to discourage you or to put you down and be like, oh, is it? You're stuck with this forever. I say that as encouragement because it's, it's and, and almost to help you in the sense that this, this stuff might come up, you know, next year when you're like, like you feel a little off around money, what have you. But here's the thing. It gets easier. You will always have these tools in your back pocket. You will always have this podcast here to revisit and re-listen to. And you can't unlearn this experience, right? So be kind to yourself. Be patient with yourself. Don't think it's an overnight thing. Like I said in the last part, you know, this growth is not a linear process, this healing, this evolution of yourself. And so really, really give yourself that compassion and kindness. All right, so do we want to start with a nice little affirmation? I think so. Okay, let's start with this. You can repeat after me. I am abundant and free as I am meant to be. Woo! All right, let's do that one again. I am abundant and free as I am meant to be. Ah, that feels good. And here's the thing. Is the universe, God, source, doesn't want you to be struggling. Like, it's not out to get you. The struggle is a choice, and the solution is also a choice. Right? It's, it's, it reminds me of electricity. The flow of money, I want you to think of it like electricity. In my house, I have the ability to turn on every single light switch in my house right now if I wanted to. Right? I have my computer plugged in right now to a charger to charge it up. That electricity is always there. It's always available to me. But I got to plug into it. I have to turn it on, right? I have to open up the faucet, so to speak. And that is just like money and the support from the universe. It's there to support you. But it's up to you whether you say yes or no. Whether you say I'm good or yeah, bring it on. Bring on the support. I'd love more support. I'd love more money. This feels really good. Or, no, it's okay. I got it. I'm good. I'll figure it out on my own. Okay, so turn on the light. Let yourself be supported. It's there, available to you. Now, today I want to dive into expectations. Mm -hmm -hmm. You may not know it, 
But you have expectations for everything in your life, including money. You have expectations for your health. You have expectations for relationships, be it with your your mom, your dad, your sister, your brother, your children, your romantic partner. You have expectations for your work. And most importantly, what we're talking about today is the expectations that you carry around your money, and in particular, debt. So... Have you ever thought about your expectations around debt? And I bring that up because I remember, this is years ago now, I had this session with a client and it was, it was fascinating because I asked, I asked the question of what are your expectations around money and how has that impacted your reality? And this woman had this aha moment where she was like, oh my God, I didn't realize it. But now that I think about it, I expected to be in debt during my adult life. Like I just expected that's what you do. Like you get a house, you get a car, you know, if you have kids, you go on vacations, whatever. You just accumulate debt and that's the way it is because her upbringing, that that was their reality. Her parents were always in debt and it wasn't until her parents retired that they had some money. So she went into her financial journey of just expecting like, that's the way it is. Yeah, you get into debt. Yeah, it kind of sucks. I'd like to have money, but you know what? That's adulting. You just have debt. You know, you'll pay it off eventually. You get that 30-year mortgage. You'll eventually pay off the house and you'll eventually like get some savings. And then then you're fine when you retire. So see how that would have a huge impact in your life if you go about your life with these unconscious expectations. And I know that's her particular case, but I shared on the last part that right now I don't have any debt besides my my mortgages. But you can flip this around and apply it to other areas of your life in in terms of money. So I have to challenge myself and I love challenging my challenging myself on my expectations around my income. And for example, let's just say I want to have a $50,000 month in sales. I have expectations around that. I have rules around that, around what has to happen in order for me to have a 50K month. And here today, we're bringing to mind like, says who? Says who? So like... My my head goes to, and it's interesting that I say head, it's not heart, it's not God, it's not universe, it's my head goes, mm, if you want to have a 50K month, Emily, well, okay, you're going to have to like show up a lot more in your business, you're going to have to send a lot more emails, you're going to have to be like selling something every single day, you're going to have to grow your email list to X many people, like it just goes with the laundry list of stuff that I got to do, and that's what many of us out there are doing unconsciously. We are creating these rules and this criteria of what we have to do, be, or have in order to have a reality that we desire. And I'm here to tell you today that that is untrue. Hmm. So does your expectation right now around your debt feel good? Does it feel good? Do you feel good around your expectation around your debt or does that feel heavy to you? So... Let's change it around. Your first bit of homework, if you will, 
is going to be just to explore that question because it is eye-opening. It is eye-opening of the question of what expectations do I have when it comes to debt? Or if debt doesn't resonate with you as much, you can change that word to money. So what expectations do I have when it comes to money or my savings? That can be very revealing to you. Okay, so that's what you're going to start with. So for example, you can can explore like, what have you been expecting in terms of how long it's going to take you to pay off debt or how long you're going to need in order to hit a savings goal? What what do you expect might happen if you do pay it off? Because there's some unconscious expectations around that. Um, I've had clients in the past who are actually afraid to pay off their debt. They, they discovered after doing this work, they're like, oh my God, I didn't realize that I'm actually afraid to pay off my debt because I have this belief that I'm irresponsible with money. So if I pay off that debt and then if I accumulate debt again, oh, that'll feel awful. So they're staying stuck where they are because in their minds, it's better than the reality or the, the possibility of I can pay it off, but what if I get myself in that debt hole again, right? It just feels so heavy and so shameful that they just stay where they are. So that unconscious expectation, oof, that's deep, right? And you can only imagine how that would impact someone's actions and how they show up around their money and how they feel around their money. So let's change that. And to share a personal story, and I know I shared this on a podcast episode not too long ago, so you may have heard me share this, but I'm currently doing a health program. So I'm getting healthier, um, you know, working out more, eating better, all sorts of things, and I am feeling amazing. But the super interesting thing, and it, it sounds so simple and like, really, that's that that's what did it for you in terms of getting me to actually get my butt in gear and do this was one simple question. Do you believe? So this program that I'm doing, one of the first questions that they ask, and it's just like straight up like, do you believe that you're going to be successful at this? And I answered honestly, because when I took a moment to reflect, I was like, no, My pattern has been I start something, I get all excited, I get all into it, and then, you know, a week later or maybe 30 days later, it all comes crashing down and I'm back to where I started, right? And then I'm kicking myself, I'm mad at myself, blah, blah, blah. So I didn't even realize that going into this new health program, that was my expectation that I was going into. It was like, yeah, yeah, I'll get all excited about this. So when they called me out on that, we're like, okay, do you believe? And I essentially said like, no, I don't believe. They came back and saying like, you have to believe. Like we need you to believe. And that little shift in mindset was everything for me, everything for me. Like now I show up every single day because it was just like, it just dawned on me like there is literally zero reason why I cannot do this. Zero reason. Not time, not money, not um, accessibility. There is zero reason why I cannot commit to this and succeed. And I share that story because you and your money journey, 
There is zero reason why you cannot succeed. Zero. So I need you to believe. I need you to believe in yourself. Because it's possible for you. There are thousands, if not tens of thousands of people out in the world, if not hundreds of thousands of people out in this world, who have overcame huge financial struggles and come out on the other side and thriving. So if they can do it, and if that possibility is there, you definitely can do it. Now, another thing I want to share with you around your expectations is checking in with how uncreative have you been with your money? I remember Gabby Bernstein shared that question years ago and it just like struck me. It was like, ooh, I love that question. How have you been uncreative with your money? So I had a client one time who, when we checked in with her expectations and paying off her debt, her brain had just gone to the limitation of the only way I can pay off my debt is through my salary. And, you know, the numbers and cents were there. She could look at it on paper and see these are my expenses. These are, this is my income. This is how much I have left over. So simple math. This is how much I can pay down on my debt. This is how long it's going to take me to pay down my debt. Boom. Expectation locked in. And this is where we want to challenge it and go, so wait a minute. This is the only option you are giving yourself to pay down your debt. The only option. Or if it's not debt, the only option to, to accumulate savings. No, no, my friends, you have got to get creative with solutions around money. There are dozens and dozens of ways to make more money, to pay off your debt faster. So step two to this is I want you to write out a dozen ways that money can come into your life. And I'm being kind to you. (laughs) Because I want to give you like, I want to ask you to do like two dozen. So I'm going to be kind and just ask for a dozen. But you can write these down. You can think of these if you're out for a walk, if you're driving, what have you. I want you to think of the infinite possibilities for you to bring more money into your life. And I'll help. Um, and, And by the way, this is not to get a perfect answer. This is like just literally if there was any way possible for me to make money, here are possibilities. Not necessarily saying you have to go do it, but if, you know, the pressure was on, you had to do it, you could, right? So you could like, I don't know, pick up a a two-hour gig doing something. Maybe you offer to walk people's dogs in your neighborhood for a couple hours a week to get you some extra cash. Um, I had a client once who had a really cool occurrence where a family member just decided one day, they were like, you know what? I don't want to wait till I'm dead to give you some inheritance. I'm going to give you like my living inheritance. So here's $10,000 that I would have given to you when I'm, when I'm dead, but I want to give it to you now. So all of a sudden she just has $10,000. So family members can gift you money. You can get equity out of a property that you own. Uh, you can sell some stuff. I'm, I got some stuff on Facebook Marketplace right now worth hundreds of dollars because I don't need it anymore. That's hundreds of dollars that can go towards debt or savings or what have you. You can, uh, like, if, if you have some sort of gift or skill like photography or maybe you're really good at, who knows, even face painting. Maybe you love face painting. Maybe you can do that at kids' birthday parties. I have no idea. 
Maybe you can offer to, like it's fall now, maybe you can offer to rake people's lawns. Once again, I'm not saying any of these you have to, you have to go do, but the whole point of this is to get creative with, if I wanted to make more money, this is the possibility of it. And so it's opening your brain and opening your awareness to all the abundance that's around you and possible for you. Okay, so step one, check in with what have been my expectations when it comes to debt? And step two is to get creative and come up with a dozen ways that you can make more money, that money can come into your life. And not even you go and make it, but money can come into your life. Like I said, family member might gift it to you. Maybe you get a bonus at work. Um, maybe you get a few extra sales this week and maybe you're commission-based and that gives you a, a nice commission check this month. And last but not least, your last action step for today is I want you to journal on your new and improved expectations for your debt. What? Like, when would you love to have your debt paid off? How's it going to feel? Like, how do you want to feel around your debt? Who's it going to impact? How will your life be different? And coming back to my, you know, my story about my health journey and do you believe and, and really checking with like, do I believe? And if I did believe, how would that feel? Ugh. How would that even feel like getting up in the morning and looking yourself in the mirror? Like, let's shift the vision you have around your debt. Let's shift your expectations. Let's start to put you in the driver's seat. Let's start to empower you around it instead of feeling like you just got to like be this, this prisoner of debt. No, my friend. So that is it for today. As a reminder, if you haven't already, get that 100 bucks out of the bank, that $100 cash, because you're going to need it for part four of the Heal Your Debt series, where I'm going to give you a final action step. There's going to be two final action steps for day or for part four of the Heal Your Debt series. So go to the bank, get that 100 bucks, and we'll see you back here for part four. Once again, thank you for being here. If you're loving this series, share it out with a friend. The best thing you can do is leave a review. If you're on Apple Podcasts, that would be amazing. And, or on Spotify, what have you, just leave us a review. I super appreciate it and love having you here sharing this journey with you. So, bye for now. 